Today on Sales is King, a new study from DemandGen Report tells us how the B2B buyer has changed over the last three months due to the COVID economy. Today we'll go through that study and analyze all of the changes and talk about what we need to do in sales to stay on top. Now on Sales is King. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never. Business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam. Who you know do it better. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. Dan Sixsmith, happy to be with you. And we've got a great program today. Going to go through a new report, a new survey, a new study of B2B buying behavior, which we all know has changed dramatically over the last three months of this COVID-based economy. We're going to go through the study. We're going to learn how B2B buyers have changed, what is going on there, and what we, we will talk about what we need to do as modern sellers to continue to succeed, to continue to drive our deals forward, um, and to fight through this very challenging time. So um, before we get into it, want to welcome any new listeners. Welcome to Sales is King. Um, happy to have you with us. If you like today's program, certainly um, refer us along. Uh, tell your colleagues about us. Go and give us a rating and uh, a comment or a review. And uh, hope you could stick around. We've had a great run here for the last two to three years, 100 and 19 episodes now, and um, we're really shifting it into high gear with this whole COVID-based economy. Uh, I also debuted a blog, for those of you who prefer to read, um, rather than maybe uh, audio podcasts and what have you, uh, Dan Sixsmith, uh, I don't know what the heck the, the URL is, I'll put it down there, I think it's blogpost.com or something, blogspot.com. Um, but it's called The New Normal, Selling in the COVID Economy. And we've got uh, almost every day we're coming out with um, not too long, um, a few paragraphs, just kind of keeping us sharp and talking about what's going on and how we can continue to thrive um, even in difficult times. Also, please visit uh, the website saleslessking.net, saleslessking.net, and um, we've got some information there. And certainly, um, if you need my help, uh, by all means, reach out, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. If you want to talk, um, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to kick around some ideas, um, let's definitely connect. All right, guys. So, Demand Gen Report. I love uh, Andrew Gaffney. He's got a great um, publication there. And he talks a lot about marketing and sales. And he interviewed over 300 B2B buyers um, across a numerous different industries, mostly tech and manufacturing. Um, and the overriding issue is, uh, as you might imagine, so um, more research is going into deals. We'll talk high level before I start to kind of go through the report. But um, buyers are taking longer, doing more research, bringing additional stakeholders in. Um, 
they are in some cases uh, putting deals on hold completely, but in other cases accelerating deals. So, um, you know, the message is business is being conducted. Uh, you have to work harder than ever to find the money. So, um, but the biggest issue that came out was just, eight, I think it was 82% of buyers say they're just wrestling with changing priorities, shifting priorities. Um, and, you know, I mean, we could definitely relate, right? So things are changing so dramatically. Um, certain strategies are being uh, replaced, changed. Uh, so, you know, our success in this economy is going to be all about how do we manage change? How do we adapt? How do we pivot? How do we stay connected to our uh, prospect and to our customers? Because uh, change is constant, uh, as we say. So um, this is really a great study. There's great statistics. Um, and it really spans across both marketing and sales. Um, and there's great advice here for marketers. But we will focus more on what we can do uh, in sales. So I'm just going through some of the, uh, here we go, we get to the sales part. Um, so when we think about these buyers, um, Demand Gen Report asked them, and I apologize, I want to get to the, uh, the right pages. I just and, and, and also, check out the new video. We did a video uh, this week. It's coming out on uh, YouTube where I walk through this same exact process, and uh, you get to see me uh, in addition to hearing me. So Demand Gen Report asks, how has your purchasing process how has your buying process changed over the past year? And then certainly um, the past few months being um, the most critical in terms of that. 82% said purchase decisions uh, now progress based on changing business needs and priorities. Um, and I'm going to go through these and then I'm going to reflect on them with you. Secondly, 77% said that they spend more time now researching purchases. 76% said that they expect more personalized attention from solution providers based on their specific needs. 73% say they use more sources to research and evaluate purchases. 71% said they now conduct a detailed ROI analysis before making a final decision. And then finally, 71% also said we now have a formal buying committee in place to review potential purchases. So, man, you know, it's like we thought selling was hard to begin with, right? But um, it doesn't have to be. And it's really all about knowing what to do and knowing what buyers want. So, you know, yes, things have gotten more challenging. Um, but again, we have to know what to do. Um, so let's go through some of these. Um, number one, you know, changing business needs and priorities. What does this tell me? This tells me that our prospects um, are going to be wrestling with, um, just like we are, massive changes. 
things coming in out of nowhere that may suddenly take precedence and priority. Um, so what it tells me as a seller is that our discovery process, while always paramount in my mind, our discovery process must be a fluid process. It must continue throughout the buying process, throughout the selling process, to validate and revalidate that what we established as the pain points and top challenges are in fact still the top challenges because things are changing rapidly. If we don't stay in tune with this, we may be driving down one road, the customer is going down another, and we have a disconnect and a customer going dark and a stalled deal. So um, fluid discovery, revalidating, um, continuing to reestablish what those issues and challenges are for your prospect. Um, number two, they're spending more time researching. That's fine. Um, what it tells me is, again, um, we've talked about the buyer having uh, a lot of knowledge, the buyer having some more, as they call it, power, maybe. So now the buyer will be even more uh, knowledgeable when they get to you. All the more reason why we have to be, A, ready to go, B, to deliver content, ideas, thoughts, um, strategies, uh, examples that are not publicly available to show that we have value, okay? Different than the website, different than the stuff they find on social, different than the campaigns or the stuff that's being sent out by marketing. So differentiated um, content that is only available through you. Make sure you've got that. Number three, um, the buyers expect more personalized attention. Okay, well, this was a trend that was going on. Um, you know, I don't think we were doing a phenomenal job of this, but now there's no choice. They want personalized uh, conversations. They want personalized uh, ideas, strategies, uh, meetings. So what this means is our research, our discovery, again, becomes paramount. We have to be able to know what's going on with that prospect through our research, and then we go in there and we deliver a personalized, highly personalized, and targeted uh, meeting with great discovery questions and with a highly personalized demo uh, where we understand what the prospect is going through and we validate that um, and we personalize this and we empathize and we connect instantly with the prospect. No longer and completely unacceptable today is walking in cold to a meeting with genericism. That is one and done over and out. Cool. Okay, next. Um, they're using more sources to research and evaluate purchases. And many of you say, well, you know, what can I do about um, the sources and the research? That's really up to my marketing team uh, to make sure that there's great content out there. And I say, uh, nope, we in sales can be part of their research. We in sales can be part of their research. We can create our own content and we should be doing this. I mean, this is, a, this is a given now today. We should be creating our own content, sharing content on all of the social sites, particularly LinkedIn, 
<clears throat> where a majority of the purchases are, are being done, um, but also Twitter and you know Facebook, Instagram, wherever you think your bios are. <clears throat> but sharing content, original content is great, but thought leadership videos, when, when the prospects are researching the solution, they need to keep seeing you. They need to keep seeing you either either sharing an article, being interviewed on a podcast, doing a podcast, doing a video, writing a blog. It, it, it's just completely unacceptable now to uh, not have a high-profile social profile. And this is how we take greater control in sales. We keep hearing the buyers are in control. But sellers can take the control back by being active in social. Anybody can be a thought leader if they work hard at it. Study their craft. It's great to know your solution, but what else can you bring to the table, right? What are you good at? Um, why should one of these prospects pick up the phone and call you? Become part of the research. Next, we now conduct a detailed ROI analysis. Well, this has been something we've been talking about for a long time, coming in and selling with value. Um, a business case. Now, complete absolute requirement has to be proactively delivered uh, to your prospect or you're going to have a stalled deal. Um, as I mentioned on the video, one of my customers uh, had a recent meeting with a CFO of a big biotech company and the CFO said, I am not approving anything unless number one, it is it ties back to my strategic pillars and number two, it has the highest internal rate of return. So, <clears throat> you have to be conversant in talking about finance, in putting together business cases. Hit me up if you need help with this. We do it all the time. Dan.Sixsmith at gmail.com. Business cases, value selling, value storytelling are all going to be critical if you're going to have any modicum of success in the COVID economy. Okay? Business case. The customers need it. The prospects need it. If you don't have it, no deal. Next, uh, formal buying committee. Yeah, okay. Well, that's been kind of, uh, that's been happening for a long time. But now just about every company is putting together buying committees. So what does that tell me? That tells me that we in sales now have to identify every single potential stakeholder. We have to ask the question, who else will be involved in this decision process and let's bring them in and get them into the next meeting. Okay, so we have to be able to uh, find out who's going to be making the decision, number one. Uh, number two, we have to be able to connect with all of these individuals and get meetings with them. So one of the great things, and this goes back to one of our earlier episodes, Jerry Acuff, um, who's a great uh, sales thought leader. He's been out there a long time. Check him out. Um, A-C-U-F-F, -F, Jerry Acuff. But Jerry came on the program, and he said that in his meetings, he asked the prospect, will you support me? Will you champion me within the organization after that first meeting or after that second meeting? He asked them flat out, will you support me within the organization? Will you bring me to the buying committee? Will you push me? Will you uh, champion our solution? And we have to, I think it's, it's, it's genius. We, it's simple, but we have to ask, or we just don't know. 
we need to ask. So we've got to get that meeting established, a second meeting with additional stakeholders. We don't have time to waste. We can't go back into the email pool and start chasing, um, or it's going to be a very elongated sales cycle. Okay, so that's great info. Let's take a breath here, um, and let's tackle the next group of uh, very interesting uh, statistics. So um, now they ask the, the buyers, what was good or what differentiation did the sellers bring to the table that made you want to go um, with that sales rep and that uh, organization? Let's go through them. Number one at 69%, the sales rep demonstrated a strong knowledge of the solution and business landscape. Okay, the solution and business landscape. Two different things, actually. Okay, so the solution, that's a given. If you don't know your solution, then you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're out, right? So that's, that's just table stakes. We all need to know our solution, <clears throat> right? So that is a given. We've got to absolutely know ins and outs of how our solution works, and that I think all of us have down cold. But the other part of this is the business landscape. Well, what does that mean? That means that the sales reps that are winning are going in and they get how the prospects make money, who they sell to, what's going on in their organization, what they're wrestling with, what the strategic initiatives are, what the challenges are, what the competition is doing, the landscape. They're doing well. They're not doing well. They have a lot of competition. They just uh, released a new solution. They just fired half their people. Um, they are repositioning, reframing how they go to market. This is what you need to know. This is going to differentiate you when you go in there. Your questions are all going to be based on that. You're going to have a strategic discussion. Okay? Number one was the number one reason why they selected business uh, sales reps for deals. Number two at 65%. They demonstrated a strong knowledge of our company and needs. They demonstrated a strong knowledge of our company and needs. Okay, so once again, A is the research, right? We're going to go to, and we've, you've, you've heard me say this, if you've been listening all along, I apologize, but re repetition is certainly important. Um, but researching on the search engines, on the website, right, on the social channels, the 10Ks, the financial reports, the Bloombergs, right, the, the, the business news, CNBC, Fox Business, whoever you follow, Bloomberg, you know, we know what's going on, right? Um, there's great things out there online. YouTube has tremendous, I, I spend so much time at night now watching YouTube videos of uh, CEOs, different, uh, you know, business conversations to get a great idea of what's going on. So um, you're going to know the knowledge. I mean, you're going to know the company. And then you're going to have a good idea coming in of what their needs are going to be. But you're going to validate that. You're going to ask those questions. And you're going to be able to speak on a C-suite level, um, not on a, on a sales rep level, not on a, you know, I want to talk about features and functions level. You're going to go in there like a C-suite executive. That's how you're going to win.
Next, 62% is number three. Uh, the rep provided content that made it easier to build the business case for the purchase. Okay, that means you've got a tool handy that's going to show them the money, that's going to show them the ROI, that's going to detail um, if they invest X with you, you're going to return them Y and how fast. Okay, or you're going to show them that investing the money with you and replacing what they've already got in the long term is going to be less costly, but you have to have it. A spreadsheet is like walking in with a with a with an abacus, you know, or or with like writing on you know a, a, a parchment paper. So you've got to have an interactive tool. Hit me up on that if you need help. Uh, we've got them for you, Dan at gmail.com. But you've got to make it easy for them to show the CFO that this particular solution is going to make them money. It's going to get your money back, and it's going to be a differentiator. Um, the next one, high quality content, that's, you know, to me, that's a given. Here's the next one, and we just did a, um, just did a, a blog post on the early part of uh, last week on it. The timeliness of a vendor's response to inquiries. We did a whole blog on speed. Speed is one of the most overlooked advantages we have in sales. Um, and it's the easiest thing we can do is just respond in a timely fashion. Get there before everybody else. Get in the door and grab the deal and the money before anybody else shows up. Be responsive. Be the first one to call back. Be the first one to, to send a follow-up. Be the first one to send the video or the content, that whatever, the collection, the follow-up materials. Be the first one to um, let them know about something new. You know, be the first one to share an article. Speed wins. Speed wins. So make sure you do not delay don't give yourself an extra day or you'll get to it later or you got all this other jazz. No, it's got to be done immediately. Follow up within 24 hours or less on any email, on any request from a customer. It's unacceptable to not respond to a prospect in a timely fashion. No deal if you don't. Don't even waste the time. If you're going to do it two or three days later, don't even do it at all is how I feel about it. Okay, cool. Uh, next. They provided a better mix of content to help us through each stage. For sure, you've got to have a wealth of content to demonstrate uh, to help move the prospect along. You've also got to know how to navigate. You've got to know where the prospect is. You've got to know who to bring in from your organization. You've got to know who to... You've got to lead the prospect now because they sometimes they don't know. You know, Sometimes they're not sure how to move forward and you have to lead them down the path. Help them to get to the budget holder or the stakeholder or um, help them with a plan to find the money, uh, etc. right? And then the last one is reviews and references from industries and peers, uh, industry peers. You have to have that. Um, if you've been out there for a while, you've got customers that are um, willing to go to bat for you and you need to be able to uh, get references. Okay, good. So I think I'm just looking through this here and I think we're coming back to, so yeah, so the, um, <clears throat> the industries were, um, 
software technology, 47%, IT hardware, 18 business consulting, 13%, advertising, 6%, uh, high tech, okay, good, yep, um, excellent. Okay, so one last thing that I want to share, and then we'll wrap it up here, but um, they asked uh, multiple members of the buying team um, if they felt the sales rep was uh, met all of their buying needs uh, in the various engagements. And they said they asked, so they asked these different buyers, you know, basically how well are we doing? You know, how, how well are the sales reps doing? And 65% said the sales rep met all of their needs for, of all the members of the buying team. And I think that's improved quite a bit because I believe I saw numbers going back a couple of years where this was, this was in the 30s. So we've taken a big leap forward here, um, which I think is great news for us. But we still have a ways to go, right? Because only 65% are saying. So we need to get that numbers up to 90%. Um, but I think the message is that number one, we are doing better uh, as a group, but you know, the bar just went up again. The bar just got raised on us. And I've been warning about this going back, you know, a couple of years that, you know, if we're struggling, if you were struggling or not quite meeting your numbers, in one of the greatest economies we've had in a long time, uh, with money flowing freely, what are you going to do when things get tough? And man, things suddenly got tough in the middle of March, right? The spigot shut off, and now it is really survival of the fittest. We can't be the mediocre and the weak sales reps are going to be gone, it's going to be very hard to stay employed. So you have to push yourself now to the next level. Mediocrity is not going to win for you. Um, you're going to be hard-pressed to keep your job, and you're going to be hard-pressed to make money in the sales industry. So you've got to sharpen your game. You've got to realize that your buyers are wrestling with um, multiple priorities, shifting priorities. But the biggest message that I have for you is to stay connected to what's going on. Reports like this from Demand Gen, um, studies, buyer studies, become a student of what buyers want, become a, a subject matter expert in your industry, share the social content, just be everywhere. You know, um, grow your audience and stay connected to your buyer and keep pushing hard, but keep working smarter, keep learning, um, stay close, keep that fluid discovery going and keep your game moving forward and we will all be successful in this new COVID economy. Peace.